Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Well, my name is Sean Wadiemi. Most people know me as Sean, but I prefer Sean, if you can pronounce that. <laughs> A lot of times we look at our income tax refund that we get and say, well, yeah, I'm going to use that to take a vacation. I'm going to use that to make renovations of my home. One good way to, to, to kickstart your savings is say, you know what, my next tax refund, what if I just allocate that towards an emergency fund? Because a lot of times we think that, well, I don't have any savings and so it's hard to save. But I believe starting small is the basic, it, it's important to help you get, the, get into the habit of putting money away. And one thing we don't realize is the power of compounding interest. You may start saving a little right now and it doesn't seem like it's going far or it's, it's growing a lot. But once you make that a habit, you'd be surprised how much that can begin to build on itself. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Dollar Savvy Podcast. And here's your host, Sean Adeyemi. President and Senior Financial Planner at SA Capital Advisors. Thanks for tuning in. If you're looking for more information, you can find us on sacapital.ca. On this episode, we're going to be talking about grow. In previous episodes, we talked about live and owe. Basically, there are four ways you can use your money. You can live um, to live, to give, to owe, to grow. If you want to catch the last two episodes... Uh, you can find us at sacapital.ca slash podcast. Now, when it comes to growing, it's it's a productive use of our money. There's a famous proverb that says, um, "A penny saved is a penny uh, a penny saved is a penny earned," which was the belief of a lot of our ancestors. Uh, when I look back to advice from my great-grandparents and my grandparents. Uh, they saved more than our generation does, unfortunately. Uh, but this wisdom is still is still very, very relevant to today. Proverbs 6, 8 talks about go to the antho sluggard, consider her ways and be wise. In verse 8, he says, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in, in the harvest. What that essentially is saying is that everything you make, everything you earn, shouldn't all go to your current lifestyle. We need to put some of that money to grow for us. Proverbs 21, verse 20 says, precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwelling, but a foolish man devours it which is essentially saying a foolish man spends all that he makes. Uh, if you look at the savings rates today for Canadians, it's about 3 or 5%. Uh, this is not enough to accomplish long-term goals for most people. So the question then is, why save? And uh, what's my recommendation? Well, saving is, saving is a discipline that reveals your perspective. The longer term your perspective, the better financial decisions the better your financial decisions will be. If you have a long-term perspective, you will exercise disciplines such as saving, minimal debt, giving, and conservative spending. 
So in short, I will say saving money shows you're thinking about the future. You're taking appropriate responsibilities for the future. And for savings to be effective, you have to be intentional about it. And I believe, I really truly believe you can save regardless of where you are in life. It's all a matter of lifestyle. It's a, it's You have to be intentional about it. There are two things that are important to be an effective saver, a goal and a spending plan. And as you're thinking about the future, you have to think about it and say, what goals do you want to accomplish for your children, for yourself, retirement, travel? And I believe if you're truly passionate about these goals, it's easier to begin to look at your lifestyle today and say, you know, what areas can I begin to make changes? If you're passionate about about a certain goal, if you're passionate about something and something's close to your heart, I think what that that should do is cause you to begin to look inward and say, what changes? What how can I make some cuts? How can I make some changes to to put some of this money away towards savings. So, but to do that, you have to have a handle of your money today. You have to look at what you're spending on today and how you can set aside money for tomorrow. And I think having a long-term perspective really helps with that. And I totally understand. Sometimes the stage you are in life can have an impact on that. For instance, families with growing children sometimes have challenges um, saving because you know the expenses of raising a child um, raising children is really expensive I'm a parent myself so I, I totally understand it um, child care costs sometimes are I mean in in Canada I know is astronomical especially Ontario where where I live is expensive but I believe having a long-term perspective helps us to really make the changes we need to do to to help us look further and there's some there's some basic principles i look at uh, when it comes to saving there's there's basic things that you can really begin to follow as you as you look to grow your resources uh first of all i always recommend a sequential accumulation strategy one of which is eliminating debt first now i don't necessarily mean that you have to eliminate all your debt before you save I think you need to do both to some extent, and that's why one of the ways I recommend first is having even having a thousand, two thousand dollars in an emergency fund. I think that's the basic importance that you need to have first, and then eliminating debt. Now, once debt has been eliminated, then you move into how can I save one month's expense? And sometimes you can do that by just looking around your home and selling certain things that have been there you've had them they do have value but you really don't use them and sometimes just make selling a couple of things here and there before you know it you have a thousand bucks before you know you have two thousand dollars and then begin to make changes how can i put away a hundred dollars a month how can i save two two hundred dollars a month and i know it's depending on what stage you are that may be hard but start small start by putting away one month's expense away and then from there how can i put away two months of expenses how can i put away three months expenses and then you then begin to look and say okay what are my short-term medium-term or my long-term goals well some of them could be for instance you want to buy a car well if i want to if you want to buy a car 
first you need to look and say, okay, what kind of car based on where I am right now would make sense for me and my family? Put a number to that and say, how much was, is that going to cost me? If that's going to cost me two, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000, then I say, okay, you know what? Can I drive my current car for the next year? How long would it take me to save $4,000? How long will it take me to save $5,000? And then begin to chip at it. If it means putting two, $300 away, I always recommend that. One of the ways I, I often recommend is a lot of times we look at our income tax refund that we get and say, well, yeah, I'm going to use that to take a vacation. I'm going to use that to, to make renovations of my home. Well, if you don't have a savings, I say, I say you know what, your tax refund is, a, is one good way to, especially now we're talking, one, one good way to, to, to kickstart your savings is say, you know what, my next tax refund, what if I just allocate that towards an emergency fund? What if I allocate that towards a, a, medium, a medium term goal that I want to accomplish? Because you have to start small. Because a lot of times we think that, well, I don't have any savings and so it's hard to save. But I believe starting small is the basic. It's important to help you get get into that habit of putting money away. Uh, so once you put away one month savings, you start with you go you move on to three months. You start saving for major purchases if that's a car, if that's home renovations, and then start investing and looking long term. And one thing we don't realize is the power of compounding interest. You may start saving a little right now, and it doesn't seem like it's going far or it's it's growing a lot. But once you make that a habit. You'd be surprised how much that can begin to build on itself. There's a principle of compound interest that interest begins to grow and interest begins to grow on interest. But what but once but you have to it has to become a habit by starting with the small things first. And as you move through this sequence, you you begin to build discipline. You begin to protect yourself for the future. Protect yourself against emergency. Protect yourself against um, a job loss or something of the sort. And one of the questions I always ask you to ask yourself again is this, how much is enough? It's important to know that it's important to have numbers to this, some of your goals, because unless you have numbers to these goals, unless you sit down, either if you're single, you sit down and put the numbers to it. If you're married, sit down with your spouse and say, how much is enough? How much do we need for you putting what that goal is? And then it, it, you have a number to work towards. You both have a number to say, this is the number we need for this. And then it becomes easier to work towards those goals. Then you have to start thinking long-term. And when I mean long-term, I'm, I'm really talking retirement. And I'm talking, okay, how much would it take for me to retire? How much, what kind of lifestyle do I want or do we want as a spa, uh, as a family? What kind of fa what kind of retirement do we want as a um, what kind of lifestyle do we want in retirement? And that's where sitting down with professionals like myself or somebody who's who you know who's who's trained to look at these things and start figuring out what's your fin number. That's what we call it in the industry. Fin number just really means financial independence number. How long? How much is it going to take me to retire? Because unless you begin to think long term, it's going to creep up on you very fast. It's going to creep up on you, and before you know it, I I, I know people have, that have had to retire 
because of health um, health reasons, because of life circumstances, life changes. And sometimes that can be painful when you haven't prepared for it. And so one is um, d- determining to some degree the kind of lifestyle you want to have, the kind of lifestyle God is calling you to have is important because then you can begin to work with professionals that can help you start putting the numbers in, factoring in, let's say you have a a, 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 a benefit plan or a retirement plan at work and doing the numbers to say, okay, by the time uh, you get those benefits at work and you get your CPP and you get your EI, uh, where's the gap? How much gap is going to be left in terms of to provide you the lifestyle you want? And then how do you make up that gap? Because then that gives you a goal, longer time, longer term goal to work with. And when you have 10, 15, 20 years, they can come on you very fast and quick. But it's easier to plan for 20 years when you have 20 years than when you have five years left and you now begin to you now have to start scrambling and saying, where am I going to come up with this money if I want this kind of lifestyle? And so it's important to have a long term perspective and say, I want to retire in 20 years or in 25 years. And this is the kind of lifestyle I want. So this is how much that lifestyle is going to cost me. But because it's 20 years away. Then it costs you a lot less today. To begin to work towards that. I know saving isn't isn't popular, but it's still wise. And it's important to begin to sit down and think about these things. And for my young people, it's easy to think, you know what? I I have other things I want to worry about right now. I just I'm just so focused on my career. I'm just so focused on on getting that job. I'm just just so focused on raising my family and, and raising my kids. But time can overtake you before you know it and it's important to have a long-term perspective and scripture commands us to do that as well yes uh, god's always going to be there god's always going to provide but god's word also commands us to to think of the future and the more you you look long term the more we think long term and we begin to plan these things the more we challenge ourselves to look at today and say what changes can i make what sacrifices can I make? How can I reduce the resources going towards lifestyle, which is consumptive and move some of those resources to grow, which is productive. And that's important. And the more we begin to do this, and that's why I'm here for you. If you need me, call me, uh, call anybody on my team as a capital team. We are willing to work with you. But I, I want to challenge you to start thinking long term. It doesn't matter how old you are. You could be 25, you could be 30, you could be 35 and start thinking about the future. Think long term and believe me, it will challenge you. It will force you to begin to make changes today because at the end of the day, you want to be able to look back and say, you know what? God's blessed me with this amazing job or even if it's not high pain you want to be able to say you know what i've done the best i can and i have used god's resources properly because once we're able to think long term it also allows us to think about the other things that god has called us to do which is 
give, which I'm we're going to talk about in another episode. I, I don't want to go in detail today, but it's one of those areas as well that we as believers really need to think deeply about is how can I move a lot of my resources, everything that God's blessed me with from consumptive to productive. So that is live, give, grow, owe. Live and owe are consumptive. Grow and give are productive. Today we've talked about grow. Next episode, um, this episode we've talked about grow. Next episode we'll talk about give. That's it for this episode. Remember, every step you take helps you to become dollar savvy. Thank you so much for listening to the Dollar Savvy Podcast. You can find us at sacapital.ca slash podcast. And you can reach us at 1-888-365-8883, extension 377. Or send us an email at podcast at sacapital.ca. You've been listening to the Dollar Savvy Podcast. I'm your host, Show Adeyemi. Thank you. Hey, I'm Anthony B. Mitchell, co-owner of Madden & Mitchell Media and producer of the Dollar Savvy Podcast. Shayun and the SA Capital team want to thank you for tuning in. It's appreciated so much that we want to give you a chance to win a gift card prize. If you're hearing this, you completed the first step by listening to the podcast. For the second step, you'll have to email this episode's code. Email the code to be entered into the draw. The winner will be announced on the next episode. Please email podcast at sacapital.ca to claim your prize before the following Wednesday set from the release date of this podcast. You can view more details in the description or in the latest SA Capital newsletter. This episode's code is savings. Madden and Mitchell Media.